Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic. Chris Goforth with you, and we're talking women's basketball today. First-year head coach Sean Poppy joins us, and we will talk with, look, she's going down in the record books as one of the best to ever play here. Abby Cornelius is going to spend some time with us as well. First time we have ever, we are almost 130 episodes into this podcast, and it's the first time we've ever had Abby with us, and it is uh, it was great to be able to spend some time with her. Anytime we can talk about eating ice cream, I I am always good with that. So uh, we'll do that with Abby Cornelius coming up a little bit later on. Don't forget now coming up today, today is Thursday. Hopefully you're listening to this Thursday. It's the boo and gold Halloween event. It's happening tonight. Starts at six o'clock. Bring the kids. Come on out. It's absolutely free. You can watch the team scrimmage. There's trick-or-treating, an opportunity to get autographs. It's happening tonight at the McKenzie Arena. Women's basketball, their season begins at home on a Monday, November the 7th, against Young Harris. If you don't have your tickets yet, head over to GoMox.com and do that. Of course, you can also buy them at the box office. All right, enough of that. Let's get to our conversation. We're going to start. With the head coach of the Chattanooga Mox, Sean Poppy, he joins us on Mox on the Mic. So are you guys, uh, everybody in town, are you settled in now, the family here? Yes, uh, kind of, sort of. Uh, we are here uh, physically. Um, we <laughs> actually close and move into our new house on the 10th of November. Great timing in between games. You know how it is. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It's, it's look, coaching basketball and, and managing a program. That's one thing. Now you couple that in with a move. You, you gotta be thinking, gosh, we, you know, I gotta remember what's in each box in case I need something when I move into the new place. Right. Well, absolutely. I, I'm going to have to find my clothing box very, very quickly. <laughs> I know that. Um, <laughs> I told, I think I was telling uh, Mark, he was asking about it. And I said, well, you know, originally I was hoping let's get in there before that first game. Uh, and then when I saw the closing date, I thought, you know what, that'll help me to, to get out of some of this moving, but then it comes full circle. I better have some clothes to wear too. <laughs> Let me ask you coming in here in, in year one with this program, Dan Earl coming in in year one with the men's program, have you guys, and look, I know it's, it's been busy. It's it's, this is a 365 day a year job for you guys, but have you guys had the opportunity to talk and, and connect some, uh, both kind of being the, you know, quote unquote, the new guys. Uh, it's funny you say that I actually just came from his office. Um, I, I spent about 25 minutes down there this morning, uh, picking his brain about, you know, things that they're doing, not only basketball-wise, but inside the community on campus um, and, and vice versa. He's asking questions. I uh, was actually talking about our mentorship program that we run with our uh, inside our program, and um, he's phenomenal. You know, I think that we continue to say it. It's what makes this place so special is the people, uh, and, and he's another one of those additions that I believe uh, is all in and, and here to, to, to get not only his program better, but the university and our athletic department better. You know, Coach, one of the things that really um, impressed me about you when you came to town, and and I heard you speak at your at your press conference, and and you've been on this podcast with us before, and it's uh, 
again, I, I just think it was really impressive in in how you handled it in regards to your thoughts on the players that you inherited, the girls that you did not recruit, but the care that you have for them and how they are important to you and this program. Uh, I, I thought it was a great message that you sent to them right from the start. What has that been like now? Now that you've gotten time on the floor with them, you've gotten to know them a little bit, certainly a lot better than the last time we talked to you. What's that relationship like now? No, first and foremost, I appreciate that. I hope that that anyone that steps foot in in our offices or on our court feels the same thing um, because we continue to stand by it. Um, Now, sometimes you got to be careful what what you wish for because they live here in this office (laughs) wanting to come up and and hang out and spend time. But, um, you know, I think for, for us, we talk a lot about it of, of yes, we're coaching them as basketball players and we're, we're trying to win games. But the reality is, is that we're doing it to help prepare them for life. And, and each kid's different. Um, how we coach them, um, how they understand uh, what we're talking about. Uh, a lot of our meetings when they come up here is to just be bring clarity to it and, and make it more of a personal touch because, you know, maybe they're, three mistakes on a defensive possession and we're getting on them uh, in, in reality. Yeah, it's about that, but it's more so about, you know, you, you do that in the real world here in six months. Um, Brooke Campbell, for example, that's real world stuff, right? That's you have a job and you're going to be held accountable for whatever that job is in the real world. So, you know, I think when they can really see that it's more than basketball and feel that it's more basketball coming from us as a staff, uh, they continue to just, you know, in a sense, our kids are, I feel, all the way bought in and trying to do what we ask because they see the bigger picture. We're going to have Abby Cornelius on with us. Uh, we're going to talk to her in a few minutes. Can you just a little bit about her? Uh, obviously, she's had a, a heck of a career here down to her final season, but a little bit about Abby and um, what she means to you coming in as a um, in your first year as the head coach. Well, I'm very fortunate to inherit somebody like that. I mean, obviously, she's mine now. That's how how it is. Um, for for us, you know, she's such a wonderful kid. Um, her work ethic, her her maturity. Um, you know, I actually challenged our team a couple of days ago um, because I, I I want this thing to go right for a lot of different reasons. But one big reason is Abby. You know, I think she deserves to leave uh, Chattanooga feeling like she helped make it better. You know, I think that probably some weight on her shoulders is, you know, and if you really look at the timeline, she's had a wonderful career personally, but it hasn't gone the way it should or could have uh, as a team success. And so, you know, I really tried to get our kids to buy in. There's a lot of different reasons, again, why we do it, but she's a big reason. Um, she deserves to leave this place feeling like she made it better and, and, um, I think she's got that personality, um, although she's not the most talkative kid. She's getting more more talkative, right? Uh, but she's one of those kids that everyone sees that she works hard. She does it the right way, and it's easy to do it for somebody like that. So uh, she's going to have a phenomenal year for us, I believe. Um, you know, we've added to some things to her game and putting her in some positions. But you know, beyond all that, it's it's just who she is as a kid it is is why I want to do the best I possibly can for her. How does her style, how does her game fit in with the way that you want to play? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for us, 
her biggest strength is her ability to, to shoot from that 15, 17 foot range all the way out to three. She's, she's definitely added confidence in shooting the three for us. Um, you know, I, I try to find ways to get her into them spots, but you know, she's got a high cue. She can put the ball on the floor. Um, I think what you'll see is just putting her in positions where she can stretch the defense out a little bit. Um, and I know people say, well, she's a 6'2", six, 6'3", six, kid that you want to be back to the basket. But it's just not who she is. And I'm okay with that. You know, I think sometimes that people try to put kids or or whatever it may be in positions because of I, – I, I always say putting them in a box, right? I'm, I don't want to put her in a box. You know, will she get some possessions down there next to the rim? Yeah. Um, but I think her strength is, is something different. So let's use uh, her ability in the best way we possibly can. What do you want your style to be? What can you tell us about it? What's it going to look like? What are we going to see when we come see uh, Chattanooga women's basketball take the floor? Yeah, I think it's finally starting to mold itself into what we want. And I think it took us a while. Uh, we could, I've had a couple of speaking engagements and people have asked that. And I said, well, right now our style is spaghetti. We have a lot of spaghetti days. We're throwing throwing it against the wall and seeing it sticks, right? Well, um, yeah, I think that was really the first four, four months on the job. I, I really do believe, though, over the last, you know, probably month or so, we've really tried to get our identity set of, of how we're going to play. Um, the best way I could describe it for us is, is kind of what our culture is, is together, connected. Um, you know, I think on the defensive end, uh, being very disciplined, playing for each other, uh, we're not a in-your-face, full court. We're, we're more so keep the ball in front and, and be disciplined, right? Rely on our sisterhood um, to force contested jump shots, which rebound and, and get into the offensive side. Um, I'm not sold we'll play as fast as I would would probably like when we, we get this thing all the way going. Um, you know, will we at times? Yes. Um, I think on the offensive side, we're trying to move the ball, get space, and take what take what the defense gives us. Um, we'll play a little bit inside out, but we're going to stretch the floor because I think that's what this team is made of. Uh, really, some some versatile bigs that can stretch the floor. Um, we do have a couple of them big bang, banging post players, so we got to find times to throw it inside to them as well. So, um, very very versatile group. So a lot of it depend on where we think we have the most advantage uh, on the offensive side. We've we've already talked a little bit about Abby. I, I've got to get your thoughts though on on. I want to get to the newcomers in a minute, but I want to get your thoughts on some of uh, the rest of of the returning players that you have this year. Just your thoughts on what's coming back and and um, who you see uh, yourself counting on this year. Yeah, uh, I, I, Addie Grace Porter's going to see a lot, a lot of minutes at our point guard position. She's kind of really taken over that role and, and taken the keys to, to the car uh, for, for lack of a better way of saying it uh, at our point guard position. Um, really, you know, Addie Grace is a competitor first and foremost. Um, you know, I think she, she's not necessarily going to be one that leads us in scoring, but uh, she finds ways to make us better as a team. And um, I'm relying on her a lot at that position to, to be an extension of me out there uh, she's really taken that role on, um, and I think her teammates are following that that lead. Um, you know, I think a couple faces that were here a year ago that didn't maybe have a ton of production that I think is going to do a lot of stuff for us. Destiny McClendon, um, a sophomore wing, has 
is really, really starting to figure it out. Uh, I think she's always been been talented. Uh, if you really look at the stat sheet, percentage wise from a year ago, um, you know, she 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 had a good year. I think hers was just more so understanding this level and and schemes and those kind of things. She's she's really starting to figure it out. Um, Carson Murphy's another one that didn't have a ton of playing time a year ago that that I have a lot of uh, hopes for to to play at that forward position for us. Um, cars can really step out and shoot the three and, and direct line drive with their length. And, um, those two would probably be the, the two that stick out. I think production wise, it may have not have done a ton in the past that, that I'm really thinking will step up, um, and do a lot for us. Um, you know, I think some of the other ones are still trying to figure it out where do they fit. Um, but again, continue just to work and, and buying into the process. All right, I've got to ask uh, and get your thoughts on on your additions to this roster, but I do have to ask about one in particular, uh, and that is Lamaya Walker. I, I saw Lamaya play when she was in high school, and I thought at that time, man, she would she would look really good in blue and gold. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on her and just what you've seen from her thus far. Yeah, Lamaya is another one. Just a, an unbelievable kid, you know. Uh, to be dead honest, truthful, when when we decided to to take a chance on Lamaya, a lot of it was strictly culture based. It had nothing to do with basketball. And you guys, a lot of people may think I'm crazy when I say that, but as we get here in our first year, um, that first group, I wanted to be culture kids, and um, and and she added to that right away. Her spirit to herself. Um, and why I say I push the basketball stuff aside is because if you know her, her story, um, you know, she's had back-to-back years of, of season ending knee injuries. And, uh, and the reality is she hasn't played basketball for, for really two years. And so, you know, I told her is let's take the basketball aside. I know that once we get you all the way back healthy, uh, there's no doubt that you'll have an opportunity to help us. Um, but let's not rush that process. Um, let's enjoy the process, enjoy being back home and 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 here in Chattanooga. And, and that's kind of where she is. Uh, she's just now starting to get back fully cleared from from the, her injuries. Um, Lamaya's hard on herself, so she wants to be all the way back and, and in her perfect form today. And that's just not reality. Um, so we're taking it slow with the basketball side of things uh, because I want it. I want her to play healthy and free and um and so we'll see what what happens on the court, but she's added a lot of value in a short time with with the culture side of who she is as a kid, her work ethic. I mean, just her story alone, right? If you're having a, a sad day, just look over and and understand what she's went through the last two years. You know, it, it really puts life in perspective as a basketball player for sure. All right, tell me about the rest of your newcomers. Who has you the most excited? We got a couple that I think that, that the mock nation's gonna really, really enjoy watching. Um, you know, Yaz came here from Stetson and she's a, a grad transfer um her last year. Uh she she led Stetson in scoring the last couple of years on a 20-win team and, and really in a sense came back home. Uh, I know she's from Georgia, but an hour and fifteen down the road and um has been a gym rat for us and 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 I say gym rat for us, but it, it's been a gym rat and bringing others with her, right? A, another culture kid that we're talking about, but I, I think she's going to score it at a high clip for us. Um, and I think our kids know that too. Um, not that that's where the ball is going to go every single possession, but I think it's got to get through, you know, her hands at some point in a possession. Um, 
So I would I would really uh, like to see her score a lot for us um, in a variety of ways. Um, I tell you, another one who's a freshman is Raven Thompson, uh, another Atlanta kid, um, kind of that undersized but very physical and, and high high IQ skilled um, four. Could be on the wing a little bit. Uh, she's had a really really good uh, summer and into the fall. So those two, I think specifically, um, production wise, I think you're going to see quite a bit of minutes uh, from them too, along with a lot of production. What is your thoughts on taking transfers versus high school recruits? How active do you want to be in the portal? How do you view that? Well, and I've said this a couple of times, I've, I've definitely sold it a lot in recruiting. Um, I want to build this program around high school kids. Uh, I think that there's a certain level of um, pride in, in choosing a school straight out of high school and, and coming here and building something special for a number of years. Um, I think that the foundation has to be set uh, with a culture with four-year kids. Um, with that said, I do think you got to keep your eye on the portal um, in the sense of helping you specifically at positions. And, and, and what I mean by that is is um yes for example right we got here i had i had watched my team for two or three weeks and knew we needed a long wing that we did not have we got to go get somebody that can can specifically fit this one piece um with that said i want to make sure we do as much homework as we can that we know what we're getting because i think the the one thing that's hard about a transfer portal recruit is that you don't spend the same amount of time uh, with them and their families as you do in a high school recruiting scenario. So I feel like most high school kids, although they're coming into a brand new environment, you know, their support staff, you know, uh, their strengths and their weaknesses and what to keep an eye out for where sometimes transfer portal, the, the process process happens so fast that you're doing it strictly on basketball, right? What are they doing as a basketball player? And Although there's there's a time and place for that, I really want to make sure we're bringing the right kind of kids in. And, and I do believe with what we did in the portal this year, we had some sort of uh, inside, I guess, knowledge, as you could say, with coaches that they've previously had, whether that be AAU or high school. So you knew what you were getting, not only as a basketball player, but as a kid and, and who their support system was. So um, in that portal, I do think we have to take advantage of it, but I Again, I want to build the foundation uh, around high school kids here. Um, I think that that's very sustainable. You guys have the mantra this year of first. What's behind that? What does that mean? Yeah, you know, I think as, as I came in and, and you're starting to build a new culture, um, I wanted to, to instill I believed our core values and what can get us to where we have a sustainable program. Um, I know for me and, and myself, I, I felt like um, growing up, any kind of mantras that could, could something you could see every day help remind you uh, until that culture is all the way established. And so we kind of came up with it um, for them to be able to look at every day and just remind themselves of, of who we are and what we're trying to stand for. Um, where each letter has has a meaning to us and our program, uh, I, our kids really really took hold of it, and 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 it's kind of it's kind of funny how it all worked out. I didn't plan this; it just kind of worked. Where 
Um, obviously, in the word first, there's five letters. And we were here about five and a half weeks this summer. So it allowed us each week to, to really focus in on each word, um, one word per week, um, and what that meant. Like family for the F means a lot of different things, right? We have our our blood family, and that means one thing, but we also have our basketball family here, our Chattanooga family. Um, what what goes with that? How do we, you know, I think for us, um, we can we can bicker and argue it, uh, with each other. That's part of family, but we still love on each other too at the end of the day. And, and so I say all that to say is I, I felt like it set up our core values uh, initially as we got here and gave our kids something to grasp onto um, long-term. And so that, that's kind of where it came from and, and, uh, it has stuck. Can you tell us what the I, the R, the S and the T all stand for? Yeah. I, for us is integrity, how we do things. Um, it's kind of funny because it's, it's morphed into different things as, as you kind of, uh, get this group, uh, figured out. Um, you know, I think for us with, with the R, it could be a lot of different things. When we first got here, um, was respect. It's also turned into responsibility a lot, you know, for us. Um, the S for us is self-determined um, and T is is for together. Uh, so again, it, it's one of those things that we continue to talk about. We're just going to do it the right way, do it for, for the family, for the sisterhood. Um, and you really put all that together. Obviously, first is what we're chasing, you know, uh, not only here is is a basketball program to win championships, but also to uh, hopefully cut down, cut down some nets and then eventually turn it, this thing into real world stuff. All right. Let's talk about the schedule for a minute. I want to start first though, coming up on uh, Thursday, this Thursday, it's the boo and gold Halloween event. A little bit about that and what's going to be going on uh, at the McKenzie arena on Thursday. Yeah. I'm excited about this event. Um, so I think it's an awesome way to to get involved with the community, um, doing a little trick-or-treating. Uh, six o'clock, the doors open here in McKenzie Arena. Um, on the concourse area, there'll be, I think I've heard, upwards of 25 to 30 uh, different little setups for our kids, um, you know, kids in the community and, and their families to dress up in their Halloween uh, uh, costumes and come get some candy on the concourse. Um, I think that lasts six to seven at seven o'clock. Uh, we will do introductions of the men's team and the women's team. Um, that'll follow it up with, I know we're going to have a, a, a little bit of an inter-squad scrimmage um, with with a couple little twists to it to, to definitely engage our, our fan base um, and the kids themselves. So have a chance to see uh, who we are. Um, I'm not sold on seeing everything that we do in the sense of how we play. It's more so, in my opinion, is to be engaged with, with our community and allow um, them to see us as, as we are still uh, kids and humans, right? And uh, with the hopes of that there's an excitement to come back when this thing kicks off. All right. Now let's, let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the schedule and, and kind of how, how you see it is uh, as you guys are going to tip things off for real, uh, on Monday, November the 7th against young Harris. And then man, you, you hop right into it with a road trip to Belmont and then Austin P and Tennessee state and Murray state and Kennesaw state. You got Tennessee and Alabama both coming up later on. I, I, I like the way this schedule, uh, sets up coach. I think there's some, obviously some good local, 
uh, rivalries with, you know, the Tennessee States and Austin P, Belmont, Kennesaw, those folks. And, uh, and then you got the power five programs too. Yeah. I, I mean, it, just like, you know, when, when you get here three, I would say three fourths of that schedule was already made. And so as you try to fit in some holes and, and who to play, where to play, um, and also challenge your kids to get ready for the Southern conference. And so, um, some of that was me trying to figure out it's just a little different. Just start with the Southern conference. We play Thursday, Saturday, which is, um, again, only one day rest in between where at Virginia tech, where I come from, it was Thursday, Sunday. So you had two days. So how we prepared our non-conference was a lot of different gaps that would be very similar to what you're going to see in the conference. Uh, if you look at that schedule that we have, first and foremost, we have 15 non-conference, which is a lot to fill. Um, but there's a lot in there where it's every other day because I think it's it helps prepare us for what we're going to see come Southern Conference time. Um, I'm not necessarily overly excited about that six-game stretch on the road there towards the end of November <laughs> through December. Um but I do think it will prepare us uh, for, for, you know, again, once we get into league play, um, you know, early on, we, we do have a handful of uh, home games there, uh, again, with starting with Young Harris on the 7th and then uh, headed right down to, to Nashville on the 9th. Um, but then we got a little home homestand there that I'm excited about. Um, Competition-wise, I like, like who we have. I think it stacks up really well to challenges and different styles. Um, I know Belmont obviously has had a lot of success with with how they play and, and who they are. Um, we have a couple teams on that on that schedule that's a little bit more of your pressing opponents. So I think a bunch of different styles along with uh, locations uh, help prepare us to, to get ready for for the conference season. Gotcha. I'm excited about uh, seeing you guys on the floor soon and and looking forward to it. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you again as we go through the season. But appreciate the time today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me and, and hope to see you soon. Thanks to Coach Poppy for his time. And, and again, it's been too long. We shouldn't have waited this long to talk to her, but I'm glad we get the chance to spend a little bit of time with one of my favorite players to watch. Abby Cornelius is on Mox on the mic. Well, Abby, first thing I want to do is uh, I'd like to uh, I'd like to apologize. So we are like uh, we're we're closing in on 130 episodes of this podcast, and we are just now having you on. And I apologize for it taking us so long to get you on. It's all Tate's fault. I'm apologizing, but it's all Tate. No, seriously, I am super thrilled that we're able to. Uh, to be able to get you on and, and be able to talk a little bit of basketball. How's your summer been? My summer was great. What's it been like now with coach Poppy coming in and kind of this transition you guys have, have had to go through. Yeah, it's been really exciting. It's a complete change of energy from what we were used to. So the workouts are all new and it, it's always exciting to have newness, but also just the energy that he brings 24 seven, we all feed off of, and it's great. Does it kind of get you a little excited about basketball? I'm very excited about basketball. <laughs> you have had a, you've had a fantastic career personally here. Now it hasn't necessarily turned into wins on the floor for you guys. You've put up amazing numbers. <laughs> 
do you feel pressure now headed into your last year that, that it's, it needs to, you, you got to get the W's. Do you, do you feel more pressure this year than maybe you have in the past? I don't necessarily feel pressure, but it is my last chance. So us seniors, we're all kind of rallying together and the team's rallying behind us to help us go out on a good note. How has your game changed? How has it evolved since you got here? Because you stepped on the floor as a freshman and have been a a contributor literally since day one here. How has Abby's game changed from your freshman year to now? Wow, my game from my freshman year to now seems completely different. Um, Coach John has been a big part of that too, just helping me develop from into more of a shooter and just the post moves he's helped me gain. So I feel like I'm a threat in more than just one area compared to when I was a freshman. Hey, coach was talking a little bit about, uh, about you shooting the three. Are we <laughs> going to see more of that from, from Abby Cornelius this year? We might, we might. Describe what it's going to look like on the floor for us. What's, what's this offensively? What's it going to look like uh, with you guys under Coach Poppy? So our offense is we're going to have a really good tempo, good spacing, and it's really a complete 180 from what you've seen in the past. So he's really emphasized getting players in their spots where they're best and just using everybody's strength to make us go as one unit and be the best we can be. He's talked a lot about culture. Uh, what is the culture right now of the Chattanooga women's basketball program? We are a sisterhood. We actually went on a team retreat over fall break, which was a lot of fun to just kind of get out of the gym and just be sisters off the court. So it, every day we're coming closer and closer together as family. On a personal side for Abby Cornelius, away from basketball, what do you like to do? Um, I really like hanging out with my teammates. We're big ice cream eaters. So we like to go get some ice cream, um, walk down the bridge, just hang out around town, watch movies, have game nights, that kind of stuff. Favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh, I'd have to say chocolate chip cookie dough. Cone, shake, cup. What do you prefer? Waffle cone. Waffle cone all the way. All the way. All right. All right. There that's, that's, I, I, look, I got, I got no problem with either one of those. I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yes. So, uh, listen, ha, ha, how much thought have you spent or how much time have you, have you given thinking about the last year and going into your final season and what this means to you? Yeah, that's a thought. It's always kind of in the back of my mind. It's a little bittersweet, but I'm really excited just for the opportunity to be given this extra chance that I was given and to have it with Coach Poppy and the incredible staff that he's put together and the girls he's brought in. I'm just really excited about it. You grew up in in Knoxville, went to as Hardin Valley, right? Yes, sir. Went to Hardin Valley. You get a chance to go home and play in Thompson Bowling Arena. How special will that be for you to to get that chance to to go back there and play again? Yeah, I'm really excited to go back there and play again. Last year, I put a lot of pressure on myself, and it was a little overwhelming, just it being my first time back and having so much friends and family there. But 
this year I'm excited to just kind of relax a little bit more and just take it all in and enjoy it. Does your, does your mindset change when, when you guys are going up against one of those, those power five teams? I mean, you've got Alabama coming up, uh, I guess, right, either right before or right after Tennessee. Yeah, so, right. uh, do you, do you, does your preparation or kind of your thoughts on the game, does it change a little bit when you're going up against a, an opponent like that? I wouldn't say my preparation changes, but I definitely get a little more excited about playing teams like that. Um, just growing up in Knoxville and being around the SEC all the time, those games are big deals and games that I know we can compete in. So it gives us a little extra passion to compete and try to get that win. Who else are you looking forward to playing against? Obviously, the Southern Conference schedule gets gets underway after the first of the year, but who are you most excited uh, outside of Tennessee and, and Alabama? Who are you Who are you excited about going up against this year? I'm excited for the opportunity to play Belmont. Um, they're an in-state team that we – not that they're a rival, but it's always a big game going against an in-state team like that, and – I mean, they almost made the Sweet 16 last year, so to be able to compete with that kind of team is really exciting. Post-basketball, what are your plans? My plans? I wish I had a plan to tell you, but um, I'd like to stay in athletics and maybe find a spot in an athletic department somewhere. What would you like to do? Do you want to coach? Would you want to work in administration? administration i think is the route i'm gonna take abby cornelius is an athletic director what do you think <laughs> maybe one day abby thanks so much for the time uh again apologies for it taking us this long <laughs> to get you on this podcast but uh i appreciate you giving us a little bit of time and we are going to do this again during the season i promise you sounds good thank you for having me Hey, thanks to Coach Poppy and to Abby for giving us some time this week. and appreciate you guys for being with us as well. Always want to remind you, make sure you tell a friend about Mox on the Mic. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. If you're an Apple Podcast user, five-star ratings are appreciated. It helps us find Mox fans, and it helps Mox fans be able to find us. So certainly, we would definitely appreciate that. Glad to have you with us this week. Looking forward to seeing you at McKenzie Arena starting November 7th to cheer on this Chattanooga women's basketball team. We'll see you then. Don't forget... The Boo and Gold Halloween event that's happening tonight at McKenzie Arena. Looking forward to seeing you there as well. Until next time, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.